Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic MBA Show on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. Andrew Schlecht is here. Trevon Edwards is here. Mo Dacula is here. Dave DeFore is here. Jade Hoy is here. Jay King is not here. He eliminate the Boston Celtics in six games. Next up, Los Angeles Lakers. Where is he? <laughs> Where's Jay King? Call him up, Jay. Send a carrier pigeon. Liam Neeson. We're going to find him. We're going to bring him here. Was that the question you had for me? I said they'd be there! What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? Same question to you, Jay, that you had to Brad Stevens. What the fuck? (laughs) He laughed at me! He laughed at me! What happened? (laughs) I see Pat Riley with an upside-down mask. I don't know if that's some kind of code or something to get him out of the bubble, but... I know he's not leaving the bubble now. <laughs> I know I'm spiking. I don't care. I'm watching Bam out of bio hold some kind of trophy. Is that the Eastern Conference Finals trophy? I don't know what that is. See Udonis Haslam still alive. Weekend at Bernie situation. Eric Spolstra, Sans mask. You hear that, Jay? Jay, what the fuck? I don't even have my microphone set up. I wasn't prepared for this ambush. You don't need your microphone. You listen to me. You don't need to talk right now. Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals. I don't know if we're legally allowed to play this much of this song. It's in the public domain. We're good. But we got a million subscribers. We can pay it. Jimmy Butler. Big face coffee. We'll pay with hundreds around there. Small is $20. Medium is $20. Large is $20. Two smalls, $50. This feels like it's gone on a long time. A bit. But the song's almost over. Is that Chris Quinn? Miami Eater in the NBA Finals. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. So, Jay asked me if the Miami Heat suck. Uh, can confirm, can f- confirm this. I don't think they do. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Well. God, I feel like I'm at a temperature right now. Is this what COVID feels like? Me. So, after watching Spolster do this the last I couple rounds, honest, there's just no way to pick against Miami in the finals. I right? have been painting all weekend. I have so many paint fumes in my body right now. I don't know if this podcast is actually happening. I don't even know if the heat won. It'd be a hallucination for all I know. <laughs> Been in confined spaces with paint fumes for like 48 hours. I believe that's not healthy. <laughs> you know what's not healthy? Picking against the heat. I would actually, Zach, think picking against you. You know... If I didn't have just a resume full of bad predictions, <laughs> I would Fair agree. Enough. Don't listen to me, though. Jay, when you do listen to this, listen to our old friend, Carmelo. No, bro, fix yourself up. 
<laughs> For anyone doubting the heat. Yo, it's Carmelo Anthony. Rise and shine. It's time to get up, get your day going. It said wake up call. I thought he was going to say this is a wake up call. <laughs> Epic fail. That's it. Start all over, Zach. This the whole L- thing's done. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where we've completely derailed. All right. The Lakers move on to the finals by beating the Denver Nuggets in five. The Heat beat the Celtics in six. Trey, initial thoughts on this on this potential matchup. It's LeBron versus the Heat. Where do we where do we feel? I love it. I love it. This is honestly after the Bucks let me down. I was just like, who's going to step in? And I, I know you were going really hard for the Heat since day one. Um, and I, I feel it. Every, this little rant that you went on, it got me pumped up. <sighs> man, I think I think that he could take him to seven. Man, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just off the big face coffee or whatnot, but. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely loving this matchup, man. This is the matchup that the fans really. This is need. gonna be fun. Like this is legitimately gonna be a fun series. These are t- these are two. Yeah, this is some basketball nerd. There's gonna be so much fun basketball. But before we even get to that, just the storylines, right? LeBron going up against Pat Riley and that whole shenanigans and everything that went on there. And we always know Riley kind of holds grudges. So like that's just gonna be awesome in its own right like there's just a lot of fun all around this is gonna be a great finals my my initial thought was literally just the basketball and watching eric spolstra come up with a game plan for lebron in a playoff series in a final series i think that's gonna be really incredible to watch i mean this is the first time lebron's going up against the head coach that's coached you know coached him yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where he's going to kind of have a little bit of inside knowledge, a little bit on the stuff LeBron likes. Now, granted, that was six years ago, but still there's stuff there that he he has some institutional knowledge there that's going to really help him when he does put the game plan together. Well, not only that, I feel like every year we get to the NBA finals and we always say, oh, well, the finals have already been played in the Western Conference finals or like I can't believe. And this, <laughs> yeah, is, exactly. this is the best team that the Lakers will face. And that's that's a kind of refreshing to get to the NBA finals. Like, OK, this is going to be the best matchup. And so, like, that's what really excites me about it. No, I, I think that the heat, you know, I'm trying to think of like heat heat stuff that they did in the in the Celtics series and they didn't shoot well from three for a good chunk of that series, right? Game two, they yeah. didn't shoot well. Game three and four. Game three and four, I felt like they just missed shots. Game five, I felt like the Celtics defended the hell out of the three-point line, right? Right. And and the, and the, the Lakers don't really defend the three-point line as aggressively. They want to pack the paint. I mm-hmm. wonder how much they can play big against this, this Heat team. I wonder how much they'll want to play big against this Heat team if they're trying to spread them out. Um, but also, they could... They could absolutely obliterate them on the boards, right? Yeah, but both of their their traditional bigs, you know, if we're not counting Anthony Davis, are foul machines. And Miami would love to be in the bonus five minutes into a game. And you know that they'll hunt those guys to get there. You know, um, that's that's sort of their strategy in first and third quarters. And if if the Lakers want to try that Dwight at, at the center thing, they need to have a quick hook. Because Bam might might make him look pretty foolish. Yeah, well, I, I look at it a little bit differently. I think they actually do a pretty good job, Zach, of taking away threes. When you look at the way they defended in games three and four in the Houston series, like Houston was only able to get up 30, 33 attempts in those games, and that's extremely low for them. The big part, though, that's going to really be a problem for them is Miami's just going to sit in that zone and pack the paint and just dare this Laker team to beat them from deep. Well, that yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I mean, the Lakers shot well at times in, in the in the conference finals, and 
and I get like I well, this may not be a fair way of putting that Nugget series. I do think it was pretty competitive, even though it was mm-hmm. short. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't feel like the Lakers have been tested, right? Like, and I and I don't think that's a I don't think that's the road that's been in front of. Like, I think they legitimately have just played that well that they haven't been all that tested aside from a couple of moments against against Denver. I mean, like their struggles have been very limited. You know, that game three against the Nuggets, they came out flat, got out rebounded, and then they bounced back the next game and just completely crushed the Nuggets on the glass and take their spirit. And and I just think they have the ability to do that. And they're not going to have another one of those game threes where they come out flat, where they feel confident because this is the finals. And, you know, LeBron is not going to let that happen. You know, I think we're going to see much more of what we saw in game five from LeBron, where it's like, okay, let's put this thing away. Then what we saw the first three games of that that final conference so finals hot right now. Like I, I was, I was so worked up. <laughs> Cutting promos is tough, man. I mean, you have to also look at it like you know, obviously the Lakers are holding up four for either LeBron's fourth championship or four more games, either or. If I'm the opposing team coming into this series, I'm fired up. It's not going to be anything easy, and I like that this this Heat team has a ton of like a chip on their shoulder. You know what I mean? They come in greedy, nothing's given. And I think that they're going to give the Lakers like their best, their best fight, any possible team that they would have been matched up with in this series. So um, hopefully they deliver on that end and, and make it hard for the Lakers. Can we, can we talk about, cause he was, isn't here, but he would want us to do this. What are you guys talking about? The underdog plucky Lakers making it, you know, through the, tough road in the West through Portland, through Houston, you know, and, and, and even up three, one still underdogs against the nuggets, you Look, know, they went up against the, the bubble MVP in Damian Lillard and, and somehow gutted out a five, a five game series <laughs> win. They went up against, they took one MVP into, into the second round against two MVPs, right? right? LeBron's just, but one MVP who cares how many times he's won. He's just, but one MVP. Russell Westbrook, James Harden, two MVPs right there, you know, got it out of just a, an incredible five game series win again. And then, you know, go up Gutted against it out. Yeah. Got it out and then go up against the team that will not die. You know, hard to beat zombies. Right. Most zombie movies, the zombies win. And they managed to get that. I mean, so the we believe Lakers are alive, alive and well, folks. Don't count out these plucky underdogs coming from a blue collar city. Look, maybe they can get a game. <laughs> series, you know, maybe, maybe they, if everything breaks right for them, maybe they can get a game. All right, so the the this is this is a fascinating. It's a fascinating matchup for a lot of reasons. Like I think number one, um, you have the way contenders traditionally look, right, with multiple superstars. Um, you know, with LeBron and AD. I guess three with Caruso too, uh, but you have you have multiple multiple superstars on this Lakers team, and the Heat don't look like they have a traditional championship team, right? Even with the, like the way they play, sure, like a lot of components, but Bam and Jimmy Butler, I think even like even Jimmy Butler, even with a Michelob commercial, like <laughs> yes. he's not a household star name, right? They didn't they didn't have a twenty point per game scorer in the regular season. Jimmy was Isn't just under twenty. That's crazy, yeah, I mean, that's nuts. right? But that's just that's who they are. I mean, I I've been calling them the death by a thousand back cuts mm-hmm. offense, pretty much. Uh, and it it's it's such a fitting name for them because of the way that they play. I mean, 
you look at this game tonight. Look, they got 15 points from Duncan Robinson. They got 19 from Tyler Hero off the bench. 13 from Goron. It's just everybody on the team contributed. I mean, I, I would say Andre Iguodala had 15 points, but you just can't depend on that uh, beyond this one game. But no, he had I mean, 15 that was, four for four from right? three. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't, I don't want to discount Andre Iguodala, right? Finals mm-hmm. MVP. This is his sixth straight NBA finals, which is wild. I didn't even think of it that way until they mentioned on the broadcast. But Mark Jackson at one point, I think he knocked down his fourth three, and he's like, look, this guy doesn't just get to the finals because he's surrounded by good players. I'm like, <laughs> kind of, right? Like, he kind of does. Now, that's not to diminish. He's very good, very important role player. You know, a step back this year, but he's been very important to those, those title runs. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know. I mean, of. he didn't get there when he was in Denver. He didn't get there when he was in Philly. Like, it's not. <laughs> Right, it, like it kind of matters. Like it's it's a it's a symbiotic relationship, right? He, like, he's a part of the reason why they may have gotten to the final. Sure. He's not yeah. the he's reason. A part of the reason they won championships, <laughs> right? Exactly. But yeah, that was something where I was just like, all right, all right, Mark Jackson. Like, come on, I know that's your guy and everything. I know he was your spy in 2013, and then you guys got him and everything. Like, I know that, but come on, what are we doing? But it's good. Um, but just looking at the series, though, the, the Lakers Heat series, like the matchups are going to be really interesting because. You know, I think the Heat can throw a lot of guys at AD. I mean, excuse me, at LeBron. But I'm just curious after Bam, like how many guys are they going to throw at AD? You know, so uh, much of that though is about taking away Goron, because when Goron has it going, it's easier for Bam. I mean, Bam makes it easier for those shooters, right? But those shooters really make it easier for Bam. And if they're not hitting, you know, if Jay Crowder regresses or continues to regress. Because uh, he has regressed over the course of the series, it gets tougher for Bam. We saw that, you know, in, in the Celtics' last win. But I mean, after watching Bam tonight and figure it out, even when they weren't hitting shots, which was early, they were missing those open shots, and Bam was still effective. Um, I, I don't, I don't know that you can stop Bam. No, but I think it's on the other end. Is my question is. Oh, I guess. How are they going to? Who are I they going to? I know guard? they're going to play a lot of zone, which is what they're going to do. And again, against this Laker team, I'm surprised nobody. You have. I mean, you kinda I, have I'm surprised to, nobody yeah. really has packed the paint that much against this team. You know. Yeah, I'm shocked the six five Houston Rockets didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't try to pack the paint at all. Zone up. <laughs> I'm surprised the team that's got the sloth at center in the Western Conference Finals didn't find a way to pack the paint. Well, he ain't he ain't moving outside the paint, so you might. As, I mean, he's already there. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, but overall, I just haven't like we haven't seen a team, and I think that's one of the first things we'll see early in Game One. You know, Spolster is just going to be like, go ahead and beat us from the outside. Alex Caruso will live with that shot. Danny Green, you've str- you've been up and down all playoffs. We'll live with that. KCP, okay. Like it's 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 going to be a very interesting how that all plays out because I just think if the Lakers have to make shots, like the, those guys have to make you know at least ten, twelve, you know maybe even thirteen threes a game in this series. Yeah, I man, I'm I'm curious what uh, what the strategy is like. I wonder if we'll see like some Bam Olenek lineups. Right. Because you can you can still have some size and and still keep the spacing. Right. Like I like early in the season, they played a lot of Bam and Myers Leonard together. Um, they did that for, I would say, a good chunk of the of the season before the pandemic. Like they I don't yeah. know. I don't know if the move is to dust off Myers Leonard. Uh, still, yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> but Olenek, like Olenek can play. <laughs> You know, yeah. he, and he can play with Bam, and, and then maybe you keep a little bit of size. Like it's not like he's a rebounder or a defender, but you get a little bit of something there. 
it's it's yeah, going to be heat guys play bigger than they really are though. Like Jake, like Jake Crowder right. can play bigger. Jimmy obviously can play bigger. I think you just kind of go with your guys, right? I mean, and, and Kelly will play, yeah. but like you have your top seven, like they have their definitive top seven. And I think they, you just keep going to them because in any given night, one of those guys is going to give you, you know, 25 to 30 points. And that that's one of the huge advantages that the heat have that the Lakers just don't. It just, it gets tough. Cause you know, when we look about it, when we think about it, the way the Lakers are going to attack, even if they're, they go, man, listen, LeBron's going to hunt Duncan Robinson, Dragic, anytime mm-hmm. heroes in, like he's going to go after those guys. Like those are the switches he's going to try to take advantage of. And I think that's where it becomes an issue. And I think that's, then you got to start double teaming and the Lakers are a good cutting team. You know, they may not be able to hit from outside, but they do a great job cutting to the rim. You know, it's not the thousand back cuts the way Dave said, but, you know, Kuzma gets to the rim. Caruso does just off these cuts and LeBron's going to find them. Like it's this whole thing is going to be interesting. But the one thing I got to ask you guys, is there a chance LeBron's going to take any game off this finals? Like this is it, right? This is the legacy. No, Yeah, no way. He's going to want to sweep. Especially against Pat Riley. He's going to want to sweep. Yeah. No, no, no. LeBron is going to, we're going to see the most motivated LeBron I think we've ever seen. And that's saying a lot. But I I think the Lakers are absolutely going to be coming out to sweep. They they actually started this season, and I, I expected them to coast, you know, like we saw LeBron do in Cleveland. But it was obvious from the jump that they they meant business this year. They 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 have taken their foot off off the gas here and there, but the first month of the season really set the tone, I think, for them. Coming out, trying to be the best team in the league, trying to get the number one seed, trying to play excellent defense. And they've done all that. And then, you know, they made it to the finals pretty quickly. I think that they're going to want to get this four games over with if they can. I don't expect it to be a sweep, but I think that that's their goal. Remember, not only they win the title, they go home. Mm-hmm. They, Nobody's going to take any games off. I mean, we know Miami doesn't. Jade will remember the... Uh the infamous words of one Jimmy Butler to our own Sam Amick. I'm so fucking locked in right now, and I will do anything that it takes to win, man. (laughs) Those words are just, you know, they, I might get them tattooed on me at this point. I don't know. I don't know what I should do. I think Jade will pay for it. (laughs) On your forehead. (laughs) He has me say it just about every time. On your forehead, please. (laughs) Face tattooed. I mean, I just, I think they're going to, you know, I think they're going to do what it takes to, to you know win the big money, much like you can do with DraftKings. Oh, man, we started with 22 teams heading to Orlando, and now we're down to two. That's right. Basketball's final two teams are set to square off to see who will be crowned basketball's champion, and there is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To celebrate the NBA Finals, DraftKings will have millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs all week long so get in on all the action now the game starts wednesday by the way game one of the nba final starts wednesday if you haven't tried it yet super easy to play pick six players stay under the salary cap pile up points for three pointers rebounds assists and more there's no better way to put your knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot of millions of dollars with DraftKings. download the DraftKings app now use the promo code run that's r-u-n to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit that's promo code run to get a free shot at millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. minimum five dollar deposit required eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details and we'll be right back after this. 
talking about the size advantage the Lakers have. Guys, you want a size advantage? Get Roman, people, <laughs> because erectile dysfunction, not easy to talk about, is it? Dave, it's not easy for guys to talk about erectile dysfunction. We get, What's that? We erectile dysfunction no. like we get embarrassed right it's a, like it's impossible oh my god i can't believe this happened to me i must not be a man anymore no man you're just tired sometimes it happens and it's easy to fix mo easy to fix by going to getroman.com and you have a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication simple safe and discreetly all from the comfort and privacy of your own home go to getroman.com slash athletic nba today if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment, Schlecht. That's GetRoman.com slash AthleticNBA. GetRoman.com slash AthleticNBA. Get big for the NBA Finals. All right. We should have a little bit of a postmortem on the Celtics, right? This was a team that get back to the, to the conference finals for the first time um, since when, when did they do it? 2018? 2017? Tatum's rookie year. That's the way I defined it. I don't remember what year it was. 2018, because he was a, he got drafted in 2017, yeah. right? So, all right. So, three years ago or three playoffs ago, whenever. I don't know. what Time, time doesn't matter anymore. But, the uh, you know, the Celtics get back. Tatum was up and down in the series, but I thought overall played great. Jalen Brown was fantastic. Gordon Hayward, that contract doesn't look mm-hmm. great, you know, but it's not for too much longer. They didn't have a ton of, um, you know, they didn't have a ton of, depth and they it's still something that they've got to try to figure out um you know for more of a breakdown i know some of you were wanting to a breakdown of the game uh itself game six make sure you check out the daily ding with i believe dave deformo docu yes sir yes sir yeah we'll be on there that's the parent, that's we also parent. got jared we also got jared weiss oh so, uh, what a great way to break down the, the inside yeah there you go um but the celtics team you know dave I, i'm curious what's next it could just be as simple as let's get back there next year right because this is a good team yeah absolutely um i I think that that's that's kind of it you know you want these guys to get healthy (laughs) gordon hayward looked awful coming back from that ankle injury you know his shot was off the entire time he he still did some things to affect winning especially that first game back really threw a curveball for miami but they just got to get healthy i think Uh, if hayward's healthy for that whole series it likely likely looks different Kemba's knee thing, you know, whatever's going on with that. Yeah, they just got to run it back. Certainly, you would love to have another option at center, but Tice is a really good player. He anchored the fourth best defense in the league this year. We have to give him some credit for that. Um, But if you could get like a Rudy Gobert, then that's a great move. But otherwise, I mean, this is a conference finals team, finalists that deserve to be there. I I think you definitely run it back. Yeah, Trey, I'm curious about like kind of the – the hierarchy of things going forward. Like Tatum's clearly the guy. I think Jalen Brown will be the second option and, and easily the second best player moving forward. Kemba, you know, he had the knee injury this year, but I thought I actually thought he he came back pretty, pretty well. And I know he had some down moments of the of the playoffs, but I, I like the impact he had overall, even though, you know, maybe he wasn't the Kemba of old. But I th- I think going into next year you can feel really good about him on that roster. Um I'm not buying the Marcus Smart bubble shooting, but you still, even if he just gives you the defense uh, he's really good, but I guess like Trey, what do you think the Gordon Hayward dynamic is for this team moving forward? Like he's just going to be a six man, right? Yeah, it's kind of hard to shake up. I mean, you got guys like JB and you know Tatum and Marcus Smart and like you said, Kimball Walker, all that as a nucleus. But 
I don't, I, I never really accepted Gordon Hayward. It seemed forced from the jump. And I think that they should make a move on him, you know, obviously get him in a position where he's able to get his confidence back and, and stay healthy. And then also they get somebody back, you know, obviously maybe a, a front court guy or, or, you know, some more depth. So, um, they're in the right place of where they want to be, but they just didn't get it done this, this season. And, you know, if they can do that, then I think that that will move in the right direction overall because um, Gordon Hayward, you know, still still has a lot of left in him, but, you know, the injury bug continues to follow him. Yeah, Schlecht, what do you what do you make of this the Celtics moving forward? Because I get, I mean, I guess it's really hard to project already. One, because we don't know when next season's going to happen, and two, um, what the Heat will, or what the what the East will be like now that the Heat are the champs. Like, I I would expect the Heat to be even better next year. I would expect Milwaukee to want to come back with a vengeance. Toronto's still going to be very good, assuming they resign their guys. Um, maybe Philly's coaching. Never mind. We'll f- forget Philly. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> uh, but the the Celtics, like Celtics, are argue still arguably the best team in the East going into next season. Like I I wonder I wonder how they approach it. Yeah, I mean you just I mean Jason Tatum is still under twenty three, so you, I don't think you worry about that. Like the guy's outrageous, and so no, I should blow it up. Yeah, right. What one of my favorite? This is no disrespect to, to Deuces. Uh, one of my favorite tweets I saw though was I think a Heat fan saying it's crazy Jason Tatum is the only NBA player with a kid. I love he hits that he hits some big three in the fourth quarter and they go to his kid who's just looking at an iPad. I'm like, okay, it's just on iPad. Which is great. Um, But I I wonder, so the Thunder are going to blow it up, right? They're going to blow it up. What about a, what about a Steven Adams for Gordon Hayward swap? Whoa. Gordon Hayward and some picks. I mean, Um, hang on. Do you want you want to give up a washed wing for a washed center? I, I just don't know. Whoa. Wow! Whoa. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> okay. Hold on. Listen, I, I just think Gordon Hold Hayward's on. a be- Gordon Hayward's a better player, and his you know will his his contract will expire. Sure. Um, I, I think I'd rather have Gordon Hayward than Stephen Adams. I like. I would I get, much rather have Stephen Adams. Oh no. Yeah. If I if I already have Tatum, Smart, Kemba, and JB. I would much rather have Stephen Adams and Gordon. Did we just watch? Didn't we just watch Stephen Adams? Like, what do you think Bam would have done to Stephen Adams? I th- I mean, Not that if you, you have can to gear throw, everything. If you can throw Bam. Tice and Adams at Bam, as opposed to Tice and like oh, you mean get Stephen Adams as the backup? No, <laughs> oh <my laughs> the backup. what are we doing here? <laughs> but it was, it, no, I, I would rather have Gordon. Stephen Adams is legitimately a really good center. I just don't think he is anymore, but he was at one point. I, I would rather have Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward's still pretty good when he's healthy. When, he was, when he was, has Gordon Hayward been good? He was great this year when he, until he broke his hand. But like, here, here's the thing. Though. He was fine. He's, just, he's completely redundant on that team. I feel like now we're, that, I feel like that we're that riding off point. that all-star year and never look back. Right. Like For Hayward? He hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't been the same since his agent, like, Lied about the reporting of Chris Haynes so that it buy a couple hours, allegedly. I mean, look, it's never been the same for him since he broke his ankle, right? So, right. Uh, opening night, whatever, three, four years ago. It's just never worked out from there. And from then, he's been injured. It's a different Celtics team than when he signed. When he signed, Tatum wasn't this, you know, and, and Jalen Brown wasn't this. So now it's he is the piece you look to move. If you are going to bring in a big man and whether it's a starting big man or you're going to start Tyson, you want to bring a backup big man. That's the guy. Like, it's just that simple. I don't know how much value he has in the market. 
you know, I, I think his expiring contract is going to have a ton of value, but that's about it. Like, I don't know after that, you, you know, what he is because he looked terrible. And I know he's coming back from an ankle injury, but he's been an afterthought for most of the season. Like every time he would do stuff, it's like, oh, nice. And Hayward did this. But we always headlined with Tatum, Kemba, and Jalen. So it's and even smart to a degree. So I just think for for Hayward, I think that time's come and gone. Like you know, his next contract's going might even be mid level. I'm kidding, but it's going to be a lot. Oh, oh I, can I see was him. kidding. It was a I joke. I can see him like <laughs> signing somewhere like like Memphis on his next deal as like Ooh, right I hate that idea. A veteran yeah. wing who come in and help those guys, you know, like stabilize the rotation a little bit. Yeah. I, I think that yeah, that right. might be his future. Of course, um, we'll be weirdly reminiscent of Chandler Parsons. And so <laughs> right. they may not oh, want to no. do that. Oh, too no. many flashbacks right now. Just hit me. <laughs> I know. That, Hayward, Hayward Dave, is I, legitimately Dave, I a bummer. I want to argue with that. I want to argue with that, but I, I kind of think it's <laughs> I mean, he's, look, think it, it's legitimately happened. a bummer because he's a much worse player than he was pre-ankle injury. But he still, at times this year, was pretty good for them. He was important. I mean, he was important, I thought, in this series. It's just that he couldn't give enough because he wasn't healthy. And if he's healthy, it is a different series. And maybe Miami doesn't win. They probably still do if you, you, know, you watch this game. But um, I think that Hayward healthy matters a little bit more than Steven Adams does healthy. Because I don't think Steven Adams was healthy in the playoffs. Either. But I felt like they were short a big man. Like we saw the rotations, right? They're putting Ennis mm-hmm. Cantor in. You know, it was it was mashing buttons. It was Ennis Cantor, Robert Williams, yeah. Grant Williams. Williams came, uh, Grant Williams came in and played huge. That, great. They actually, yeah, down they, they the, the stretch, great. you know, and that's yeah. a, and that's a great uh, piece for them, you know. But I still feel like they're just short a big man. If you're in the conference finals and you don't know which guy you can go to, your your big man at this point. Like mm-hmm. that's a problem, right? And I think that's why they got to find just another big, and that's the only way I think they do that is by moving Hayward. And if it's Steven well, here, Adams, here's question, it, it may though. not be. It may not be. We're moving. We may not be getting the best player in the deal, but we're getting the best player for us right now. It might be a better fit, but but let me ask you. I mean, you brought up the guys that they have. I mean, Tice. I I, I hope we agree is is pretty good. Robert Williams. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a wash between him and <laughs> yeah, That's not true. <laughs> From a scouting perspective, Williams, it's a wash. <laughs> right. Uh, Robert Williams did a pretty good job in this series. At, you know, do we maybe bank on, or or does Boston bank on maybe Robert Williams developing yeah, a little bit? I think like two years away. Right? Probably. I think yeah. he's got, I think he's, I think he's good, but he's, uh, yeah, he still makes a lot of young mm-hmm. mistakes. But, but the ceiling though, that's the thing. And so yeah. if you bring in another guy who, let's say you're bringing in a starter, that's sliding Robert Williams down another spot. I mean, he already kind of, I mean, Cantor won't be back, so he'll eat some of those minutes, but, but still you got a guy that whose ceiling might actually be higher than a guy that you can go pick up. And so I, I wonder what how that decision making goes. Of course, it's Danny Ainge. So if a top center does get traded this year and the Celtics don't get it, we will find out how close they were to landing him in the trade. <laughs> it, so. it, it leads to it really leads to an important question, Dave, with the Celtics in the sense of are they trying to build this team to win a championship now? Because with Kemba Walker mm-hmm. and and 
smart kind of up there in age. Like, are you trying to win a championship with those guys? Or are you trying to build the team that's going to win the championship when Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum are, you know, in their prime prime. Right. And I think that's like, I mean, aren't couldn't you, Mo, couldn't you be one piece away to, from like both winning the title with those guys? In the yeah. Hand? But I think and for the next few know? years, Yeah, but the, but the argument you were making, Dave, was that Williams's growth is going to be stunted, right? Because he's going to get less playing time. Cause you brought a, another big man in right like well right and you're right that's, and that's My, and that's the thing so like if you're saying hey let's just develop him like he's three years away from contributing on a championship team like that's so if that right yeah and that's if everything goes well yeah. right if everything goes well because and so that's the real question you gotta you gotta ask yourself if you're danny ainge and you're definitely right if they don't get a guy he's gonna say that we're we're in on all of those trades <laughs> yeah yeah Unfucking believable. J King texts in. Please note on the show that I'm still not a Heat believer. Lakers in five games max. Good grief. Hey, <laughs> Has Zach, he not learned? Zach, I'm gonna actually max. I'm gonna actually piggyback off of him and say Lakers in six, bro. Unbelievable. <laughs> we keep doing this. J King is a shooter. Is he culture. <laughs> so I is mean, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> These have all been shots. <laughs> I am apoplectic right now. I cannot believe Jay King. You know what? Cue, good. Cue, good. Good. Okay? I don't want Jay King believing in the heat. Cue, cue the music, Zach. Go. <laughs> no, we don't need it. We don't need to do that. We don't need to, We don't need more music. I don't know if we legally can have it. I you know, I I don't I don't know what can happen here. Um all right, let's go. Let's go back to the finals. Let's go back to the NBA finals um, and leave the Celtics, you know, for dead, like the Heat did. Um, the Lakers. So the Lakers moving forward in this series. Obviously, LeBron and AD are the two best players. How many? How many Heat players do you go through before you get to the next Lakers player? At least five. <laughs> who is who is the next Lakers player? Can we define that KCP. first? KCP, KCP. I mean, it might be. Yeah, I think think it's KCP. I I don't know. Rondo's been good. I think it's Rondo just because of what he brings to that team offensively in the sense of another ball handler, another guy that can kind of create for everybody else and it takes the pressure off LeBron. I think that's might be more valuable than KCP. And I say that kind of squinting and not sure. But I think so is the number. So is the number that you're asking for eight? Eight players. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's go do yeah, this. All right. <laughs> all right. So it goes LeBron and AD, and then it's Jimmy, it's Bam, it's Goron, it's and then it's KCP. No. Yes. I'd rather Hero? have Hero than KCP. Yeah. Crowder. Oh, not my God. Crowder. Crowder's Crowder's where I draw. Crow- the line. Well, all right, Crowder outside the bubble. I'll go KCP, but Crowder in the bubble. No, he's still he's you know? still he had some really bad shots. I mean, he might be a pumpkin, but KCP's a pumpkin. But K- KCP's really good. KCP's a better. Been really good all year. KCP's solid. I wouldn't say really good. He's solid. I think Jay Crowder's defense is better. But I take Rondo over both of those guys. Wow! Wow! When Duncan when Robinson is guarding picks? Rondo, I'm going to bring this up. Go ahead. He's going to blow right by him and drop a dime. <laughs> yep, he will. They're going to sag off so far into the that's, lane on Rondo. Rondo's going to have to win the wow, title by himself. That's the first time that's ever happened to Rondo in his career. 
I, I mean, well, they've I all it's sagged off. Side. It's happened since mm-hmm. he was in Boston. This is how he, he knows how to play okay. off of that. Let me say this. But who, why did they win the, the title record. in Boston? It wasn't because Rondo was raining threes. Yeah, Sam Cassell played it, and he was like 39 yeah. years old or something like that. Um, let me say this. I'm going to go on record here. Duncan Robinson will clamp Rajon Rondo. Ooh, I clamp. can't wait to come on and play my own music. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be a fun series, though. It's going to be exciting. The, the matchups are weird, but it's going to be fun. Um, this is, might be my favorite finals for a really long time. Anybody getting the Detroit Pistons Lakers vibes? Is anybody thinking that? Oh, the the Heat actually feel a lot like that. I, I meant to say that before when we were talking about how you know they didn't have a 20, 20 point per game scorer. Um, that it kind of feels like those Pistons teams where you had a, a bunch of really good players. I mean, you know, and and some that were better than others, but just right. a lot of solid guys one through eight. Um. All right, Trey. Wait, wait, wait. How much? Wait, wait. Did we just compare the Miami Heat to the 04 Pistons? Not yeah. like one to one. Lordy, but like Lordy, no, 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 not one to one. Look, man, I saw I saw Lakers fans saying during the conference finals, you know, for those who don't remember, this feels a lot like Shaq and Kobe. I'm like, all right, no, it doesn't. I promise it doesn't. LeBron and AD are fucking fantastic, but it doesn't feel like Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, we got to relax. Yeah. What were you going to ask yeah. me, man? I just had to clarify that. Just make sure. That y'all was drinking, y'all wasn't drinking more than water. All right, go ahead, Zach. Well, well, were the Pistons, were the Pistons the favorites in that? No. Because I feel like if we're going <laughs> no. Lakers the dog, you know, that's going to be maybe the Lakers are the 04 Pistons here. Who knows? Mm. Who knows what they Markeith Morris, oh, Carl right. Malone with a bad back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Better morals, surprisingly. Um, Trey, uh, Trey, how how much does Jimmy Butler have to like? take the lead offensively because he's he's mostly in the Celtics series and I would say in the heat heat buck series too he kind of like for the most part you know kind of let the game come to him he tried to get others involved but I I kind of think against LeBron and AD Jimmy's got to get out there and be a star early I think it's a difficult task because what he does on the floor is not inconsistent but what's asked of him he just kind of plugs himself into it so whether it's going to be him scoring 10 points and taking on a much stronger defensive role, or he's going for 30 or 40 points and carrying on the offensive load. I think it's just going to have to be a fill out for him and then just kind of see what's going on with that. But his teammates are definitely going to have to have his back. Um, This Miami heat team is, you know, on paper, pretty, pretty solid and, and looks like they can hold their own, but this Lakers team is damn good. I mean, we can joke around and, 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 and clown their supporting cast, but their supporting cast has really been kind of elevated their play, especially Caruso. Yeah. And, they, and Trey, they all—they just ran through the right. West. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, can't, and, we can't like you can't doubt them at any point. Yeah, anymore, no, that's right? out. They ran through the that's West. out. So, um, but the Miami Heat are for real, and they've done they've they've clawed through and got to where they're supposed to be because no one expected them there except you. Um, and now we look at the situation of yeah, compare and contrast who has the better um, depth. But that doesn't matter if they're not making shots. So we'll see. Um, it's a lot of guys first time playing on the big stage. The ball can get real heavy. And whoever responds that way, that's who will be the, you know, be holding the, the trophy up in those desired games. But I hope that Miami steps up to the plate and, you know, um uh, works up some stuff to be able to throw Bam and Crowder and Jimmy and 
Andre and a couple guys around to play on the defensive end. And then also Duncan Robinson finds his hot hand and Drogic is able to, you know, beat the Lakers on driving and setting, setting guys up that way. But, you know, sky's the limit on this situation. Like as a, as a basketball fan, I want this to go seven games as a realist. I see the Lakers winning in six. If that may be a gentleman's sweep, but I'm going to just be honest. I, wow. I, don't, I don't, I don't really see it for Miami. Okay, so we got Jay King with Lakers in five max, which is disrespectful. Uh, Trey is giving the Heat a little bit more of a chance, but he's going Lakers in six. Um, Mo, what do you got? I'm going Lakers six. I think it's going to be tough. I can see it going okay. seven, but it's. I think the Lakers, if at any point they go up three games, LeBron's not losing the next game to eliminate him. Mm. All right, Schlecht, how are we feeling? I've been picking the Lakers since the beginning, and I don't think I can go away from them. They've got they've got guys that have been there. You know, you have the ultimate in LeBron James, and then Anthony Davis has been just unstoppable. But then you also have guys like Danny Green and Rajon Rondo who just aren't going to be rattled. And so, not that not the Heat will be rattled because nothing has rattled them so far. But uh, Lakers in seven. I think this is going to go the distance. I think it's going to be a great series. Ooh. Oh, ESPN would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ABC would love that. Wait, real quick, because we didn't get into it. What about the coaching matchup? Because obviously, I think Spo is clearly the better coacher. But Vogel is look. I think He's we got to be impressed with Vogel mm-hmm. at this point. Like I, we all made jokes about Jason Kidd taking his job by January, right? right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like right. before the season. Well, started, Jason Kidd was probably was making those jokes, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, Jason Kidd. Was probably ma- they weren't jokes to him. They weren't jokes right. to him. Just right. so you guys know, <laughs> those were proclamations. <laughs> Um, but Vogel's been phenomenal, yeah. right? Like Vogel's been incredible in the in the playoffs. I mean, just look at the stuff he did. You know, the big guys weren't getting it done in the Houston series. Cool, bench them. Didn't play them at all. You know, and yep. I think he's willing to mm-hmm. make the changes he has to make and make the adjustments. You know, he sat Javale McGee to start Dwight Howard during the Denver series. Like he'll make the changes. So I, I yeah. he, he's a very good coach. I do think that he have the best coach though in the series. Not only the best coach, but they also have complete 100% buy-in. I mean, and I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from Vogel because I think Vogel has been excellent as a coach this year, but you know, LeBron calls the shots on the court and that's why I, the chess match on the court to me is, is LeBron versus Spo. Not that Vogel won't affect it because clearly like his defensive adjustments and LeBron, I think follows his lead on that. uh, His defensive adjustments have been Really, really good in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I'm curious how they'll try to take Bam away too. Uh, like, me that too. Fascinating. I'm yeah. really curious. I mean, maybe you put LeBron on Bam, and you allow Anthony Davis to AD to, to be a helper to yeah, float yeah, in space. Like, there, there are options for them. You know, and part of it's because they have such excellent personnel. But Vogel is a very flexible coach, and, and you know that's how you win at these stages. And, um, but yeah, I mean he. I still, I don't think he's anywhere close to Spolstra just because Spolstra is just on a different planet from everybody else. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I, I think it's going to be really fascinating basketball strategy. Yeah. Just to survive year one with LeBron is a pretty big deal as a coach. And so, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, that's fair. All right, so we've got Jay King with Lakers in five. Trey's got Lakers in six. Moe's got Lakers in six. Schlecht has Lakers in seven. Dave? Thoughts, man, it's so tough because this playoffs have been very much about the styles of the teams. You know, styles make fights more so in this playoff than 
any other that I can remember. It just feels like every single little decision makes a difference. I also think coaching has been amplified in the bubble. And this is why we see guys like Spolstra working their magic the way they do. A lot of it being teams just aren't aren't as ready as they usually are by now. After really not believing in this this Heat team at all against the Bucks or against the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, he kind of escaped some of that wrath, I, by the way. I did escape some of it. Well, hold on. Hang on. Now, I, I said I believe in their tactics, but I just thought talent would win out. I've been wrong about him twice, and I refuse to be wrong Whoa. about him a third Whoa. time. Heat is in Dave DeFour rolling up to Heat Island. Miami it. Heat in six games. I, I, we, we, we should take a moment and take a look at Dave's track record. I don't know if you guys want him. I've been bad. <laughs> Awful. Awful right. on picking the Heat. The Heat series have killed me. But now it, Heat in it, six. It feels like <laughs> LeBron and AD should be more than enough here. And you're right, and like I think every every point we've brought up today has been really good about the Lakers. Like that team's good, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, you may, very like, good. We may not know where the the scoring's coming from that supporting cast, but it doesn't mean they're not making an impact. Um, and they're just so big. Like that's the thing that's gonna like <laughs> like that team is just huge. Like they can go with like the smallest guy being six five, and the you know sometimes the Heat will roll out you know, lineups of everyone's six, six and look like the Rockets. And we saw how that went. Um, but uh, a genius once said, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Well, don't take my, I'll, I'll let him say it. <laughs> this one might get us in trouble. Uh, we definitely don't have the rights for this. We definitely don't have the rights for this. But I'm going Pitbull. I'm going Mr. Worldwide. I'm going Mr. 305. I'm saying Heat in six. I'm with Dave. I'm with, I think Amino Hassan's on this bandwagon still. I don't know. He's picked, he's flip-flopped everywhere. But I th- I'm not doubting the Heat. I picked them against the Bucks. I picked them against the Celtics. I'll give the fuel to the We Believe Lakers because Heat culture wins out. LeBron saw what it was when he left Heat culture. It took the greatest collapse in NBA history for him to go get another ring. Yo, who doesn't collapse? Culture. Culture is the foundation of everything that the Heat are. It's why they got LeBron. It's why when LeBron left, he needed a fluke to win another title. That fluke doesn't happen this year, guys. Well, although it is a global pandemic, so I don't know how we I might actually just talk myself into a corner there. But you know what I mean. The Heat are going all the way. It couldn't be a weirder 2020 sports season than the Heat winning the championship. It couldn't be. Question for you. Yes. About your heat culture. Where did Tyler yes. Johnson, Hassan Whiteside, and Deion Waiters fit into that culture? Elsewhere. <laughs> after the fact, after you know where they contract. fit? You know where they fit? It, they, it's, on the, it's, it's on the ledgers of other teams. That's where they fit. Okay? That's how you get Jimmy Butler. You send Hassan Whiteside's gigantic contract out of town. I don't think you're That's ready for the Deion Waiters 4D checkers. All I'm saying, Deion Waiters That's revenge game is. coming in game three. And what did Deion Waiters get them? What did he get them? Didn't they get Iguodala for Deion Waiters? Jay Crowder? Solomon Hill? King Solomon? This has just been Pat Riley <laughs> four years ahead of everybody. Okay. That's what that is. And 
He got some nice people paid. That's what he did. He's Are a we giver. Sure nice. I mean, Dion Waiters seems like a nice dude, you know? I think it's Solomon White, so I just kind of know him, but I think he's, kind of, he's just a very nice, very nice guy. Yeah, he okay. seems, like, seems to be a nice guy. Anderson. Yeah, Tyler Johnson seems seems cool. I saw him uh, I saw him drink a lot of shots of tequila in San Francisco one year um, at some random random bar. <laughs> okay. Yeah, But he was buying shots for so many people. You he's know? a giver. Giver. Yeah, he's a giver. giver. Heat culture. Because Pat Riley was a giver. Heat culture. Well, I guess it was... I guess it was Sean Marks who was a giver, and then Pat Riley decided to match that gift. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was. Like, these are just details, okay? <laughs> the culture set them up for Jimmy Butler and Jay Crowder and Andre Godala and Tyler Hero. I almost said Tyler Johnson there. <laughs> and Duncan Robinson and Bam Adebayo. That's what it did. Uh, all right. I just, Welcome I just to want Heat to see Island, JR and, and Dion celebrate a championship together. That's really all that God, I want. That is where I'm very conflicted. I mean, it would be cool for LeBron to win another ring. It would be cool for AD to win his first. But I do want to be able to say two-time NBA champion, Jerry right. Smith. <laughs> Three-time <laughs> champion, Jamal one. McGee. <laughs> one-time champion. Do it for JR, folks. Dion Waiters. How many, how many rings will JR. JaVale have if they win? Three. Three? Yep. What a, what a country. <laughs> I mean, that's what the American world. way, bro. Uh, He'd be one behind Shaq. <laughs> he didn't get there because he was surrounded by great players, right? Uh, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he got there on his own. All right, that's going to do it for the Athletic NBA Show's Basket Buds Edition. Make sure you check out Dave and Mo on the Daily Ding. Make sure you check out all the shows on the Athletic Podcast Network. This is Buds today. We'll have Tampering tomorrow. We'll have Hoops with Jason on Wednesday. Point of Contention on Thursday. Nerd She Wrote on Friday. Make sure you're checking out No Dunks. Make sure you subscribe to the Athletics so you get all the great coverage of the 2020 NBA Finals between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat. For Trevon Edwards, for Andrew Schleck, for Mo Dakiel, for Dave DeFore, for Jay King, for the rights to the songs we don't have. I'm Zach Harbour. Thanks, Jade Hoy. Keep it locked down, the Athletic. Oh, my God.